everybody. This is Tuesday Morning Grind, episode number 35. Today we have Elizabeth with us. Elizabeth is the VP of Operations at ISACA, head of GRC over at Piedmont Health here in Atlanta, and does a ton for the security community here in Atlanta in terms of event coordination and helping us out. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Welcome, Elizabeth. Pleasure. Hi, Christian. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, the reason uh, I wanted to talk to you today is because one of the biggest security events here in Atlanta is coming up called Geek Week. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And that is a volunteer-led initiative that I was a part of several years ago and up until that point had no clue how much work it took to put on an event. So uh, I want to talk about that event and everything that uh, goes on into planning for that. But first, I want to talk a little bit about you um, in terms of how did you get into information security and compliance and GRC, and how did you become the VP of operations at ISACA? Oh, well, thanks. Um, so it started with my uh, long-standing career uh, at State Farm. I spent 10 years in their IT department, and I was kind of all told <laughs> that I'm going to be in a security role. I have a you know background in um, IT, specifically in process improvement, uh, and a need came up where they needed to figure out how to uh, do risk management throughout a solution development life cycle. Uh, they brought me in to figure it out, and then they had me do it again for Agile. And then on top of that, then they moved me to Atlanta to stand up a GRC program uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's how I ended up here. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. So that's the whole way that I got involved. I was kind of voluntold a new opportunity that I wasn't sure if I knew anything about it. Um, but once I started learning about it, I found that it was a wonderful career path for me. And I've just embraced it ever since. Um, as soon as I came to Atlanta, I got involved with uh, ISACA Atlanta, um, just doing whatever they needed from a volunteer perspective. Like you said, everything uh, that the board does is voluntary. So uh, I said, where can I help? Um, and I started off working as the webmaster. And then uh, I think I took over uh, for you as the director of communication. And then from there went to the VP of operations. But from a career perspective, I just kind of never looked back. I really, really enjoy the uh, information security and governance, risk, and compliance aspects um, of our industry. And I will uh, probably finish my whole career in this space. I, I enjoy it so much. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I remember when you, uh, that's how we met, is because I was on the board of ISACA here in Atlanta. That's right. Uh, drowning. <laughs> and webmaster work and then uh you, you came on board and uh, i remember when you moved down a bunch of state farm folks moved down to atlanta and uh you volunteered to, to help out and then That's you right. eventually took over the place because <laughs> you were so good at doing all that stuff um and so one of the events that isaka atlanta puts on well let's talk about some of the events so um if you're not familiar with isaka isaka is uh, a global organization, probably one of the most members in the security and risk management. Uh, I think last I heard it was like 150,000 members. There was some huge number of members uh, worldwide. But uh, they do like CISA, uh, CRISC, some of those big time certifications that a lot of people have. Uh, 
And then each chapter has, uh, or Isaka has different chapters locally. So we have Isaka Atlanta here. I think there's a Columbus, Georgia, there's DC, there's New York, et cetera. And uh, there's some autonomy at the local level. So we have a board of directors here in uh, Isaka Atlanta that puts on a lot of events. And I think we're one of the only chapters in the country that does a big standalone event like Geek Week. I know there's others that do, but probably less than 10 or something. Yeah. Uh, and then, so what do we do? We do monthly events. Can you talk about like the event schedule in general? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so we try very hard. Number one, we we have a chapter meeting. In normal times, we have a chapter meeting once a month. Uh, and that consists of three different speakers, lunch, networking, opportunity. Now that we've experienced COVID for the last year and a half, um, I, we've had to pivot. So we've done everything virtually through a bright talk channel um, where we have offered free content, free CPEs um, to our members for the last year and a half. Uh, almost every week, we've been dedicated to putting out at least one CPE of content per week. Uh, it, it's, it's starting to slow down. Now we had quite the momentum where we were doing it every week now. Um, it's been more like once a month now over the summer um, as we're preparing for Geek Week um, to bring it back in person for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I remember obviously last year there was no in-person Geek Week due to COVID. Um, and I, uh, at Risk 360, we attended and or were sponsors for, I guess, the previous three years before that. And it seemed like there was always between 300 and 500 people or, or something like that, That's which right. is a lot, of, a lot of people to get to come. Do you have a sense for is it is how is it going to be attended this year? I know people kind of wait yeah. to the very last minute to sign up, but are you guys seeing any trends or anything for this year? Well, so my goal is to get to 250. Uh, I knew it was going to be a little lighter this year. We're sitting right now right around 200 people. Um, most of them are in-person attendees, so I'm seeing at least you know, 150 people will be on site and then, you know, 50, 60 people will do all virtual. So that's the big change for this year is that we're offering it as a hybrid um, and we will, you know, have a full three days worth of content for virtual attendees and then in-person attendees will get the option of doing three tracks worth of content and they'll get to choose from it. But yeah. we're, we're only going to live stream one track for the virtual attendees. Yeah, one of the things, so from an outsider's perspective, these events just happen. You're like, okay, Geek Week's every year. I got to sign up for it. I'm going to attend the event. There's a bunch of speakers that speak. But the in instant you're charged with putting on the event, and I, and I in years past had played a very small role in helping do some coordination, but you realize the astronomical amount of logistics because you have a couple dozen speakers to coordinate with, probably, I don't know how many talks you have submitted, but like a hundred to vet. You boil those down to a couple dozen, and then I'm sure you get cancellations last minute, so you have to have backups. You have an event, location, catering. Now you're doing remote and on-site. Talk about some of that. How many people at ISACA volunteers are helping you? What's your role? Can you just talk about like that whole event coordination with that? Yeah, it, it is a monumental effort. I will I will say that. But we have a lot of great people on the board that that volunteer in 
pitch in every single year, which is so fantastic um, that we have such a reliable, you know, source of of people who are willing to make sure that this is a successful event. Um, what it takes. So at least as soon as I get done with Geek Week, I have to start planning it again for next week, next year. So uh, that means that we have to secure the event uh, location. Um, this year will be at the Crown Plaza Ravinia. It's a completely remodeled uh, conference space. I hope it'll be, you know, someplace where we'll maybe stay for a couple years because uh, we're hoping that this is a, a really good fit for a space for us. Um, then it takes uh, vetting out speakers, finding those keynote speakers. I think that's the biggest challenge is finding really current and affordable uh, keynote speakers for uh, for Geek Week. Um, you know, you want somebody who is industry and cutting edge and well-known in our industry, um, but also doesn't cost, you know, astronomical prices to come and yep. speak. So um, so it, 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 that's the biggest challenge is finding really great keynote speakers. Uh, once we do that, then um, you're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, we have tons of speakers that are interested in coming to speak at Geek Week. Um, there, a lot of them are local, but several of them are from, you know, all over. So they, they fly in um, on their own dime <laughs> uh, to come and speak for Geek Week and participate in Geek Week, which is truly amazing. Uh, we can't do that without them. Um, but yes, we have to go through all of the speaker submissions and then award those speaker slots out. We have to schedule out a whole uh, schedule. Um, then there's all the technology behind it. So we have AVs, you know, an AV vendor. We have technology vendor. We, we like to use Cvent for this particular engagement uh, because they do have that attendee hub. Mm-hmm which is the portal, you know, so um, our, our users will be able to come in uh, virtually and in person, come in and and have everything that they need at their fingertips on their phone or on their laptop about the conference and be able to participate, look at bios, uh, ask questions, um, and see all the live stream content. That's awesome. And that's a nuance for this year, too, is yep. that you guys are doing – uh, I think my, I'm speaking, and I think uh, I, I was surprised to see that my spot was going to be in person, but also live stream. And immediately, where my head went was, well, that's another piece of logistics that there you guys have to coordinate. So. Yeah. What was the conversations that led to that? Are you just trying to accommodate people who are still working remotely? Yeah, yes, that is, is absolutely. So we wanted to be very flexible about the arrangements because, as you know, COVID is still a part of our lives <laughs> that yep. we have to deal with. And um, we want to give that flexible op- opportunity for people to get their CPEs and participate in the conference, whether they're in person or, or you know, they just don't feel comfortable with that. So they're going to do the virtual and have the same kind of experience virtually. Um, we're lucky that uh, Cvent, our 
uh, vendor who we use for technology kind of rose to the occasion. They launched this huge live streaming platform late last year um, that is going to meet our needs. And um, really, it's just the coordination between setting it up and then sharing that information with our AV vendor who will be on site um, and once you put the two together, it, it supposedly works, but I still have a lot of uh, <laughs> prep Testing, work to yeah. do to test it. <laughs> that's very sure. cool. That, that's a really cool feature. And, I, and I'll bet, not just Geek Week, but I'll bet all the events are going to continue doing stuff like that. Because they, now we could, uh, as an Atlanta community, we could start offering it to Birmingham and New York and other, other folks that want to attend, which could exactly. be really cool. Exactly, yes. Um, so, I um, know... I know for me, so I'll plug my, I'm talking, like I mentioned, I'm speaking and I'm actually pretty excited because I haven't done an in-person, this will be my first, I think, first or second, depending on timing, in-person speaking event since the COVID and all that. Oh, so yeah. So that'll be uh, fun. Did a ton of virtual ones, but. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so uh, we have this platform that we use to do all of our assessments and we've done several hundred of them at this point. And uh what we're going to do is take all the data from all the companies that we've done assessments and do a trend analysis in terms of what are we seeing out there based on company size, company shape, uh, different frameworks that they're uh, um, trying to get certified against or whatever it is, and then just do a trend analysis. Hey, this is what we're seeing in terms of these are the problems companies are facing. And, and this is uh, some of the companies we have three, four years of data on. So we can say like, this is where they started and this is what the progression looks like. And we're kind of halfway through that analysis in terms of it's pretty obvious what a year one looks like. Um, we do have some surprises, like findings that came up. And I was like, oh, that's surprising. But uh, another interesting piece of it is looking at that trend analysis, like what happens over the course of three years for a company right. is assessed every year. So I think that'll be a cool presentation. It'll be the first time I'm giving it, but I'm hoping I can like have that one to give over and over again. What are some other, are there other ones that you're excited about? Like some cool stuff that uh, came up that people are giving? I, I know I'm putting you on the spot if you can recall any. Yeah. Um, so that I'm always looking forward to seeing a couple of our repeat uh, presenters. Um, Felix Hernandez always gives a really great uh, presentation. Um, he's local here. Um, I, I, we always get really something great from uh, Soria. Um, I, I, mean, I know I'm going to butcher his last name, Biswas, <laughs> um, but he is fantastic from NCC Group yep. uh, and always very engaged. Um, I'm very much looking forward to all of those presentations. And really what we did was try to select and I, you know, the ones that we know are going to be excellent uh, pre presentations for that live streaming track. So it's a good mix of both cybersecurity, audit, GRC, privacy. It's a really good mix of that. Even we even have a couple of leadership topics, um, you know, in, in there as well. So uh, from a CISO perspective, uh, how to talk to your board um, about trends and things that you're seeing, metrics, um, those kinds of things are all going to be in, involved in that in that live stream track. So you're going to get a really good balance, whether you're in person or virtual throughout the whole conference. Yeah, you, you guys always do a good job, A, selecting the tracks and then B, selecting uh, presenters. So if I recall correctly, there was either three or four tracks like, I can't remember offhand. It was like cybersecurity. I think privacy was on there, if I'm not mistaken. GRC. 
Can you refresh us? What are the tracks and how yeah. do you guys select those? Yeah, so the tracks this year are a little bit uh, narrowed down. Like I said, the, the main ballroom where the live streaming will be will be a mix of everything. So a, a virtual attendee will get that, you know, full experience, well-rounded experience. And then we'll do breakout sessions uh, in the cybersecurity, information security realm, and then in the GRC privacy and audit realm um, as well. Yeah, I, I think it's always a, a really good mix in terms of who's speaking because you get a mix of like security vendors mm -hmm. that work for like uh, assessment firms. Uh, you get folks who have built programs internally and they're like a CISO or a chief audit executive and then everything in between, which I, I like because a lot of conferences you kind of get, uh, you know, a lot of uh, especially vendors, folks who work for assessor firms like myself. But that's just one perspective. It's always nice to hear from people who are in the trenches building these things at one company for a decade. And that's I true. like that a lot. The other cool thing is, I, I don't, I'm sure everyone's aware of this, is you get like, I don't know, like 24, you get a ton of CPE out of this event yeah. in a short time. What, what, is, what is the deal on that? How many do you get? You get 23 this year. Um, and that's based off of feedback from last year or last time we had it in person. Um, we got feedback that we didn't have enough networking time. Um, so we, we decided to put in a little bit more networking time in the schedule throughout the day um, so that you do have those breaks. You're not just running from session to session. Um, so 23 CPEs total for the three days. And then if you also add on a certification review class, which is on the Thursday and Friday, um, you can get a total of 39 CPEs for the full week. So yeah. that's that's amazing. I mean, that's pretty much your year's worth of CPEs for a major ISACA certification. You know, they suggest you get um, 40 CPEs per year. So we've pretty much provided that in one event, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I know it's convenient for folks like me who... Uh, you know, I have a lot of certifications, but I have to get 120 hours a year. Right. So uh, <laughs> going to an event like this, just having it in your back pocket. Like I usually don't have any issue because I'm speaking and going to stuff, but always knowing there's Geek Week here in Atlanta, that if I have to knock out 40, I could yep. pretty much do that if I need to. And I know a lot of people get a lot of value out of that. Also a ton of networking. Um, I know for myself, I love to, there's peers that I only see a few times a year. We see each other at Geek Week. Yeah. Um, folks Great who are looking for jobs. Great seeing the community. Yeah, mm -hmm. if jobs are huge. So like for me, we're always hiring. So I love to go to Geek Week because there's folks looking for jobs or thinking about transitioning. Or if you need a job, you can, you know, everybody's hiring. So it's a good time to uh, need a job if you're in cybersecurity or GRC. So that's all, all great stuff. Um, hey, thanks Christian, so much for doing that. Yes. That breaks down to $21, almost $22 per CPE. So if you got the early bird price, you're getting, you know, uh, $22 per CPE. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. rock bottom pricing. It, it, it doesn't get, uh, you don't get that more value than that. Right, exactly. Definitely do not. That's, that's <laughs> the best price going that you can get. Uh, and they're all consolidated too. Like there's some of these events where you, you're there for three, four hours and you get one CPE. Right. Whereas this is like a few days and you get all, all the CP, which is awesome. I also, I keep coming back to these tracks. I, I love that because for me, there's uh, you get to select a, you, what you got. If you don't know, if you've never been to Geek Week, you guys publish like the presenters and the tracks so you can see who's, who's doing what, uh, doing what. And then for uh, someone who's attending, I can kind of look around and 
see what tracks best for me based on who's speaking and what they're talking about. And people come up with really interesting things uh, that you want to hear about and you want to go to. So that's pretty cool. It just blows my mind that this is all volunteer based. Like there's yeah. no, uh, no money. There's no corporate entity that's like, you know, none of you guys are full-time employees. It's just completely volunteer. That's and it still comes across like a completely professional event, which is awesome. Oh, fingers crossed that, that the virtual goes just as well this time. Um, I, I always feel like we have it down, you know, to a well-oiled machine when it comes to the in-person conference. Let's just hope yep. that it works out that way with the virtual. <laughs> so on the virtual, is there going to be like a camera uh, facing the speaker and he'll be like, uh, he or she will be speaking at the camera and also to the audience and like, is that how it work out? Yeah, it, it'll be a pretty professional production. Um, our AV company has several cameras running at the same wow. time in that ballroom. So um, it'll be pretty professional how they do it. Um, but yeah, that's, that is the goal is to get, you know, that, uh, the stage, um, and the presenter on camera live streamed in the portal. Um, and then of course we'll record it. And so those people who do, um, our attendees, both in person and virtually, uh, hey, say you missed the, the ballroom because you attended a different session, you can go back and review those in the portal afterwards. So they'll be out there and yep. available. You, you know, the only downside of you guys doing that is that you've just signed up to do that forever. Because everyone's going to love that. It's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> so and, true. And you're going to spoil everyone and they're going to want that feature on a go-forward basis. So, uh, I mean, A, just thank you guys so much for doing it. I, I know a little bit about how much work it is, but it's been a few years now, um, especially you. Uh, I know everyone's putting in a lot of work, but I see you sending out the emails, you coordinating, your emails yeah. coming through. So I, I know that it's uh, it's the 80-20 rule, you know. Everybody plays a lot of different roles, but when it comes to putting on these events, there's always like two or three or four people that are just like really anchoring it for everybody else. And I feel That's like you're so true. often one of those people. So thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much. I do have a really great group and, and I, I do have to say this though. Um, so this is my fourth year as the VP of operations. So as you know, my term is up at the end of this year. So um, anyone out there that sees this, that, you know, is interested in being the VP of operations, you should run for it this, this fall during our election. Because <laughs> we need somebody that, you yep. know, is going to keep it, keep the, you know, keep the train running um, for future. So, um, and, you know, I've reached the term limit here. I will still be involved at the board. I wouldn't ever um, just walk away from it, but uh, I wouldn't be, I won't be in this role uh, next year. So. So let's talk a little bit about that before we wrap is um, if people want to get involved in ISACA, like I, I know you guys accept volunteers all day long. You don't have to be on the board or anything, but if someone right. wants to volunteer, help out, uh, give you resources, what's the best way for them to do that? Yep. Uh, just go to our website, um, www.isaka-atlanta.org. Um, and, you know, get a hold of one of us. There's a contact us button right on the website that comes, usually comes to the VP of operations and the president, um, Reed Eastburn. And we, we will try to accommodate every situation. And, and when it comes to the officer roles, it really helps if you have that prior, some kind of prior experience being involved with the board, um, nonprofit board or some kind of volunteer organization in the past. 
fast so that you know what to expect because it is like like you said all volunteers all working together um and you know a lot of times uh, as a volunteer board it's one of the you know the things that fall lower down on your priority list but as an officer um you you really have to be engaged and you do have to be involved so you're kind of setting that commitment for the two years, uh, two years at a time that you're elected as an officer. Yeah, I can speak from experience, though. If you do join the board, it's hugely beneficial in terms of just learning, like what it takes and gaining that empathy and that appreciation for for what ISACA does for the Atlanta community. And also just the networking, like you meet yes. I mean, everybody in the Atlanta community at one point. Or another. So true. So it's a really cool opportunity. What about Geek Week? Well, if people want to attend uh, Geek Week, what's the best way to go about doing that? Yep, same thing. Go to our website, um, isocatlanta.org. Um, right on the homepage, there is a link to the conference website where you can, you know, see all of the sessions, all of the speakers, all of the sponsors that we have um, to date, and you can register from there as well. So we'll be taking registrations, um, you know, until the day of. Um, and we also have offered some flexibility, so you can also just join for a day. Um, so if you only have one day, you can purchase the one day in person or one day virtual. Um, and, you know, just come for a day if you can, if that's all your schedule allows. Um, we have lots awesome. of flexibility this year. <laughs> well, always an event worth attending um, just for the networking and for the CP alone. And then uh, I don't think you guys have announced. Have you announced the keynote speaker yet? I don't think I've seen Yeah, it. yeah. So, yes, Kate Fazzini. Um, is, she is a well-known journalist for, uh, let's see, she's um, been on MSNBC and the Wall Street Journal. Um, and she has written a book that we will be giving away to everybody um, who attends in person. Um, but she's fantastic. She also has a, a blog out there. Um, if you want to look her up on LinkedIn, Kate Fazzini, uh, F-A-Z-Z-I-N-I is her last name. Um, we also have keynotes. So Tuesday, uh, we have Nicole Keaton Hart. She's a local, um, executive and now currently working at Microsoft, so she's going to be sharing, um, you know, her experiences there. Um, and then, of course, on Wednesday, I'm looking forward to seeing Jake Williams. So Jake Williams is going to be joining us. Um, most of you might know him as an IONS faculty member, but um, we snagged him up to talk to us about cybersecurity, uh, of course. And then rounding out the closing business, the closing keynote is Brian Kedzor. He uh, is a I would call him a diversity and inclusion um, executive. He currently works for a company called Parallel, and he is going to talk to us uh, about the importance and benefits of diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Awesome. All timely stuff, which yeah. does a really good job of uh, figuring out good speakers. Awesome. So to wrap it up, if you guys want to attend Geek Week or get involved with the board, I highly recommend it, having, having done it before. Uh, it sounds like the best way to do that is go to isoca-atlanta.org and uh, find VP of Operations email or, or any volunteer email and reach out and get involved. 
And uh, we greatly appreciate what you've done for us here in the Atlanta community. So thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate your time. It's been great talking to you.